From the Allen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios, high atop Turtle Creek Village, this is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. It's your host, Ryan Trimble. Sitting, well, we used to be sitting in two Turtle Creek, but that is no longer. But I am still sitting with a guy who is still a gray guy. He, of course, Sean P. Williams. Sean, good day, sir. Good day, Ryan. I did notice there you did have a different entrance. I mean, for the last six season, this being our stellar sixth season. The best yet. Yes, the best yet. And the best is yet to come still. But you have always said high top two Turtle Creek. And then I noticed that you just said Turtle Creek Village. I'm confused. Well, I don't know uh, if you've noticed all the construction going on. Sean, <laughs> have I noticed? <laughs> uh, you should go check out the lobby in our building because it's pretty darn nice. Well, I mean, it it has come so far. And I remember when it started, we had to stop on the lobby level, which is now the lobby level. It used to be the plaza level at our building where you come in by Jalisco and the doors were shut. And it's like you had to go in on this side door. And it was like going through a, a maze. It literally was like the maze on God with the fire. I was definitely waiting for a port key maybe to show up somewhere around the, like if you push the elevator button, but like we had to wind and then it became wires and people were signing their name on the sheetrock. I mean, it was, it was a lot. I did not see the vision, but I mean, they definitely credit to um, our, our uh, leasing company (laughs) because they did pull it off with Turtle Creek Village. Hurdle Creek Village. Don't don't call it a comeback. Um, no, it's man. Every day, I would have to, you know, without fail, somebody on the ele- elevator would be like, "Wait, I did I park here? Did I park where did I park?" I'm like, "Did you come in from outside?" Well, I don't know. Okay, that would be plaza level. Anyway, they've even changed the elevators. Which is nice, and it makes a lot more sense. So yeah, there's a new nomenclature. I mean, Plaza level is now L, you know, G is now LL. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's you know, and, and in the parking garage, there's signage that lets you know which you know. And we were talking off air about customer service, which is actually part of uh, today's guest. We'll be talking about that today. But we were talking about customer service, and I remember. You know, back in the day, learning about customer service for Disney World. Like if you go to Disney World, it's kind of like, you know, you could have the best experience, ride the best rides, had great snacks. But when you get back at the end and you get ready to go to your car and you forgot where you parked and it takes you an hour to figure that out, like that will be the last memory. And so, you know, credit to having signs, because like you you said, some people come here for a meeting and you're like, man. I don't know where I parked. And it's like, did you see Jalisco? Did you see Tom Thumb? Okay, you parked on Plaza Level. Right. <laughs> Man, we we did that one time. We went, my buddy worked for Penske, and we went to Texas Motor Speedway to see a NASCAR race. Parked, thought we knew where we parked. It was like Section CC, and it's just up on the big, you know, huge, tall lights. We left with about 80 laps to go. And we were the last <laughs> ones to leave the parking lot. We were trying to figure out from the pictures where we parked. And it was a mess, man. But um, we've come a long way. Shout out to Turtle Creek Village. Turtle Creek Village. But uh, 
you know, like you said, speaking of customer service, we've got a great guest today, Sean. We do, man. And, you know, if anybody wants to look at our previous guests and look, you know, we were talking about how we can make sure that people have access. And usually most of our clients are most of our listeners. Most of our listeners are accessing us through Apple podcast and, you know, any number of ways in that way. But there's also our webpage, our Allen Media webpage. And, you know, it is great because, number one, it's got all of the pictures of our former guests. And it makes a really nice, you know, collage of so, former deconstructing Dallas guests, I feel like. That's right. Now, Sean, at the end of every episode, we do like to give our uh, guests the opportunity to tell us and our listeners where they can find us. So tell us about this web page. What is the name of the web page? You can go on the World Wide Web, Ryan Trimble, and find us at allenmedia.com backslash deconstructing dash Dallas. That's Allen Media, A-L-L-Y-N media.com backslash deconstructing dash Dallas. You will see a picture of Ryan Trimble and I. It looks like we're having a heated debate about yes. something. He's uh, yucking it up. I don't know. I think it's just kind of a bunch of tomfoolery. But you will also see our original, you know, blue what is it called? A blue snowball? A blue snowball. Blue microphone. snowball microphone. May it rest in peace because it's no longer with us. Poor little bit out for our original microphone. But you can check out that website and you can see all of our guests, the most recent being Antoine Joyce. Diddy of Development celebrates 10 years. And man, it's just cool to see all the pictures of all the former guests we've had over six seasons, man. It's a lot. That's a lot of great content. That's for sure. Thank you for curating such great content, Sean Williams. And thank you, Ryan Trimble, for being right there as we have jumped into this stellar sixth season. Speaking of which, we have got an absolutely fantastic guest on uh, lined up for today. That's right, Sean. Uh, we, uh, our, our colleagues have had the opportunity to work with uh, Samir Durander, Chef Samir, um, the founding chef of Nick and Sam's and the team at Nick and Sam's for some time now. Uh, chef Samir is a really interesting guy. He's got a great story. Um, so very excited to jump into today's episode. And Nick and Sam's is a staple. It's probably an understatement now on the Dallas food scene. And it's popular with athletes. It's popular with locals. I mean, it, it is an amazing experience from the moment you walk in until the moment you leave. I mean, Judge Torres Williams and I were there a little bit earlier this year and just had an absolutely fantastic time. Can't wait to get back. And, you know, shout out to our colleagues, Nicole Rosales and Aaron Ragsdale, who worked with Samir and the team at Nick and Sam's. And, um, you know, I'm just really looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, well, let's jump right into it after this quick break. This is Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean P. Williams. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, we've got a great, great guest today joining us. Uh, 
some of our colleagues here have had the opportunity to work with him and the team at Nick and Sam's, but uh, this guy has a really great story. And so I'm super fired up that we got him on. He, of course, uh, Samir Durander, the author of the book, Raising the Stakes, and also the founding chef at Nick and Sam's. Chef, thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know that, uh, you know, we've gotten to know you and seen your work and uh, um, all of our team is familiar with you. But for those of our listeners who aren't as familiar with you and your work, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, I was a little recap, really, is uh, I was born in India, grew up in India, uh, came to the U.S. when I was 18 to go to cooking school upstate New York. Um Two years of cooking school, uh, another 10 years in Manhattan, and landed in Dallas uh, about 24 years ago. So, Chef, you know, you, you said your family moved here and you went to cooking school, but what inspired your family to move to the U.S.? You know, the family didn't move to the U.S. It was just me. Okay. Um, I had a passion for cooking. My sister was in uh, New York at that time, and she said, hey, why not come here, come to go to the best school in the world? And uh, so I had to ask my dad if he's going to pay for it. And uh, he sure did. And uh, I did. I was I was lucky enough to go to the best school in the world, which was the Culinary Institute of America at Hyde Park. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about that, Chef. Like, how did you develop your passion for cooking? Uh, I would I would give that credit to my mother. Uh, my mother fed me and she fed me a lot. And um, I loved everything she made from Indian food to continental food to, you know, French, Italian, and uh, just, I love food. I love to eat it. I said, why not cook it? And I learned from my mother and uh, I was kind of a little sous chef. She used to hold uh, cooking classes at home for a bunch of ladies. And um, I said, hey, this is this is pretty cool. And uh, And I got a passion for it that way. Okay, and so, so what was your favorite recipe? If you had to pick one that your um, mother would cook. See, the beauty about my mom cooking is when she put out a spread, she put out a spread. And so every night for an average dinner, there would be a meat, there would be a fish, there'd be a chicken, there'd be a couple of vegetables, there'd be a rice, there'll be some kind of bread. That was just, that's how we ate. And that's how I cook. And uh, I love cooking all different things and putting in front of people. And um, it's it's so exciting to do that. And especially going to a table and looking at it. Wow, look at the spread. And that's 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 the way she cooked. And that's what I loved. Might, might have to see if we can get that going at Casa Williams. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, right. Chef, early on when you came to the United States, you had the opportunity to meet um, Julia Child, and I was wondering if you could just share a little bit about that experience. Yeah, that was uh, pretty amazing. And the more I think about it, is I, I didn't feel it wasn't didn't feel that great at that moment. And but after that, it was I, I just it I got struck by lightning. Uh, but I was uh, we were in Florida. My parents uh, had brought us to Disney World, and um, we did Disney World. My dad had studied in UCLA, and one of his best friends lived in Santa Barbara. So we went to visit Uncle Bob, and we stayed with Uncle Bob a couple of nights. And there was one afternoon, I was I think I was in the pool, and uh, Uncle Bob came to me and says, hey, Samir, dry up, come in the kitchen, I want you to meet somebody. And um, I went in there, and this lady was standing there, and he says, Samir, do you know who this is? I said, no, I don't. He says, this is Julia Child. And 
my eyes kind of opened up a bit and she was his neighbor and she would just stopped in to say hello to my parents and uh, knew that we went town. And I sat and talked to Julia Child for about an hour. And wow. she, she kind of told me about the Culinary Institute and uh, she told me, pursue it, do it. If you like it this much, just go ahead and do it. And uh, that was one of the main reasons also that I did decide to come to the U.S. and go to cooking school. And fast forward, um, met her a couple more times. And uh, my second time was at the Culinary Institute. She was there signing her book. And uh, me and a bunch of buddies bought some books and we stood in line. I put my book down and she looked up at me and she says, Samir, how wonderful to see you. Totally blew my mind. She remembered me and uh, it was it was pretty neat. And then when we opened Nick and Sam's, um, we did a private luncheon for Ron Chapman and um, Julia was one of his guests. And I went up to her, gave her a little bit about the story. And she looked at me and she says, Samir, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember you, but these are the best French fries I've ever had. <laughs> Man, I could use some of those French fries right now, chef. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I love hearing about all of the different places you've been. Now, you were in New York for a while as well. And what was the what was it like stepping into the restaurant scene in New York and starting out in a restaurant like Spoozy? It was uh, it was eye opening just for the fact is you're, you're coming out of school where you have you're learning a little bit, but they don't. The, the bad thing about school is they don't teach you what's out there. And it was uh, you know, you're going into a busy restaurant. You, you're, you're right out of culinary school. You think, you know, a lot. But hey, it all ends there because you don't. And, uh, you know, you, you're put put in the midst of doing 300, 400 covers within two hours because Fousey was right across Lincoln Center and we did a pre-theater and a pre-theater was very busy. I'd never experienced anything like that. And you know what? I liked something like that because I, I like to be thrown into the wolves and try to figure out myself. I want I want to learn. You learn from your mistakes. And uh, I learned a lot through Fousey and uh, I worked for an amazing chef and he, he taught me everything I know right now. You're listening to Deconstructing Dallas with Ryan Trimble and Sean Williams. We're visiting with Chef Samir, the great founding chef from Nick and Sam's. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more. So stick with us. Hey everyone, it's your pal Ryan here, and boy do I have exciting news for you. For three consecutive weekends, starting October 19th, the Bishop Arts Theater Center will kick off its 30th anniversary season with the world premiere of Frankie D. Gonzalez's new play, The Tragedy of Othello. Now, this isn't the same Othello you remember from your high school English class. This is a new and exciting update on the classic story. It centers on Imani Othello, who encounters racism, sexism, and ageism after being named the first black woman head coach of a football team. The incredible Denise Lee will be bringing the heat in the role of Othello. The Tragedy of Othello begins October 19th and runs through November 5th, 2023. 
for three consecutive weekends at the Bishop Arts Theater Center located at 215 South Tyler Street in Dallas. Tickets can be purchased at www.bishopartstheater.org or by calling the box office at 214-948-0716, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Ticket prices range from $18 to $35 and seats are general admission. Discounts are available for seniors, students, and groups of 15 or more. The Tragedy of Othello is presented by the Dallas Foundation. Be sure to get your tickets today. Constructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We are with Chef Samir Durander, author of the book Raising the Stakes, available on Amazon and Barnes Noble. Also, the founding chef at Nick and Sam's. And based on the first half of this interview, I'm trying to find out how I can get over there very soon. <laughs> uh, chef, what was it about Dallas that that led you here and eventually led you to sit um, put down roots here in town? Um, the restaurant, uh, I, you know, I worked for Fousey and uh, in in New York and um, uh, Patrick Colombo was one of the original partners with Mr. Phil Romano. And he got me out here and never been to Dallas. Things were good in New York. They weren't great, but they were good. Um, I wasn't married to anything. So I said, hey, let me let me take a trip out here. Um I think I was destined to do it just because I met I've met some amazing people throughout my my journey to Dallas, in Dallas, um, from meeting Phil Romano and uh, just learning how he operates and what he's brought to the table. It's been amazing. Um, from the chefs I've worked with initially, um, Dallas really grew to me and, uh, you know, didn't realize what a high profile restaurant it would turn out to be. But we've been blessed and it has been. It's been it's been great. Met my wife here and my have a family now and it's um it's all worked out great so far it's awesome now chef uh, you know before i started my illustrious podcasting career i did uh, wait a lot of tables in a lot of different restaurants short order and and some fine dining places uh, around the country but i always they never let me touch the food uh busing and washing dishes and everything else they let me do that but i was always intrigued by the style of the different chefs at the restaurants i'd work at so I wanted to know how you describe your style. What's the Chef Samir style? My style is my guest. Uh, I cook for the guest. Uh, there's plenty of chefs that cook for themselves, and they want to see that on their menus. And there's nothing wrong with that. I cook for what people want to eat. And I didn't, um, that's, you know, I, there are a few things I don't eat. Like avocados, I'll, I'll never eat an avocado. Me either. So, we are we are together on this. Never so. ever. But you know, I can have a menu without avocado if I wanted to. But no, I my guests like avocados. You got to serve them avocados. So you, I think you got to realize who your your clientele is and give them what they want. And I think that's my style. I love cooking Asian food. Um, and Asian food is very popular uh, in, in the country. 
I want to give people what they're looking for. And that's what I try to do on a nightly basis. Chef, um, you know, the Dallas dining scene is thriving. There was a New York Times article recently about Dallas and the dining scene. And, you know, with all the choices that there are in Dallas, Nick and Sam's has remained at the top of the game. And so I'm wondering, you know, what has it been that keeps Nick and Sam's uh, thriving? Have you all been able to, to maintain that excellence throughout the years? I think consistency is the word. Consistency in our food, consistency in our service, um, consistency on how I I run the restaurant. Um, I wish I can take credit for a lot of these things, but it's it's always been as the people you surround yourselves with that make it happen. I have an amazing team, and these guys follow my culture and. Uh, Take care of the guest. That's the biggest thing. And a lot of people forget that. I think the minute the guest walks out right outside your restaurant, out of their car, it starts there and it ends when you give them their keys back. And it's it's important that we do that every day. And uh, sometimes we miss a beat, uh, gets busy. We, we don't, we, uh, but we have to be better than yesterday. That's the way I look at things. Yes. Speaking of customer service, Chef, the, the Dallas Morning News published an article about one of your servers, Benny Bajrami, and called him, quote, Dallas's most in-demand restaurant server. So I, I was kind of curious, you know, how does Benny's service and appeal play into the overall customer focus of Nick and Sam's? Benny welcomes you as family, and that's the big difference. Uh, he is uh, he he knows his job so well, better than anybody I know. He will he will make your experience a night to never ever forget, and that's what Benny is, and that's what that's how great he is. You make he makes you feel at home, and he takes good care of you, and you feel that hey, this is part of my family, and that's what makes him so good. Chef, I wanted to ask, um, and I, I want to ask one follow-up question after that, but what advice would you give to someone who's looking to open their own restaurant um, or a lesson that you've learned that you would share? If you're opening a restaurant in Dallas, don't forget the locals. The locals are the most important thing that you'll have. You'll have all these people coming from out of town, and that's great, but take care of your locals because the locals um, – drive your business in hard times. And we definitely did see that during COVID. Uh, a lot of our regular guests supported us, took food to go, took steaks to go. And I couldn't thank them anymore. You know, it was, it, it was amazing. That's one. But again, as I, I just mentioned, take care of the guests. You know, people lose touch of the guest, and uh, you never know who's sitting at your table. And you got to treat everyone with respect, treat everyone, and have consistent service, and have a chef that believes in what he does. Chef, before we let you go, I just wanted to ask, you know, for anyone who picks up your book, Raising the Stakes, um, what are they going to learn? What will they see? Uh, what will they find out about you and your experience? Uh, it's a fun book. It's, uh, you know, there's a few recipes in there. I hope they work. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's, it's my journey. It's my journey from India from, from, I didn't know a lot about food to where I am now. Uh, the experiences of the people I've met, the, uh, amazing guests and, uh, that have come into the restaurant and, and a lot of good friends that I've made through all the guests coming to the restaurant between the athletes, between, uh, celebrities. It's been, it's been amazing. So it's it's a fun book. It's a, it's a secrets about the restaurant, secret about secrets about myself, and and it's 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 a great it's a great read. 
That's great. Well, Chef, aside from coming into the restaurant, I did want to uh, give you the opportunity to, to tell our listeners where they can find you on social media. On uh, Instagram at sam for chef um, a Facebook page under my name, uh, Samir Dharander, and, and the Nick and Sam's Facebook page also. Well, this has uh, been a, an honor, Chef, to, to talk to you and, and get to know you over the time we have worked with you. And, um, you know, there is nothing better than having the opportunity to come in to Nick and Sam. So we are going to see you soon. But thanks for your time. Oh, this is this is an honor. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chef. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We'll be right back right after this. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, big, big day, big episode with Chef Samir. Really appreciate him coming on. Yeah, I love hearing about customer service and how great businesses, you know, like Nick and Sam's, because while they have great food and um, a great experience, it's it's a great business um, who knows how to treat their customers. And it's always something that I can learn when I'm talking to someone like Chef Samir. So thanks to Chef Samir. Thanks to our colleagues again, Nicole Rosales, Aaron Ragsdale, for getting us in contact with Samir and looking forward to, you know, our continued partnership with them. That's right. Now, Sean, uh, for our listeners who do like sports, we want to definitely touch on the fact that the Rangers have slashed and dashed their way through to the ALDS as a time of recording. And the Texas Rangers are about – first off, they won a series for the first time, I believe, since 2011 and the last World Series year. So, you know, that's great. And, again, you know – had the chance to watch this from spring training all the way to today. And again, as of the recording tomorrow, they will be having game one against the Baltimore Orioles. You know, we should reach out and see our buddy, Scott Goldstein, if he'd like to make some sort of, you know, friendly wager on the game. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Sean. And you know, I, I think it's the Sean Williams magic touch. I think it's, you are the good luck charm this year for the Rangers. You've been there since the beginning of the year. So, you know, thank you for your courage in stepping up and, you know, supporting the team at such a high level. Hey, I had the Ranger merch, like, before the season started, had the the pullover hoodie. I had a couple, couple wearing, of hats. You were wearing your spring training hat in Jackson just, you know, two short weeks ago. So Yeah, man, I'm ready. And on it, 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 I'm expecting a good series. I mean, the, I, I know this is getting pretty sportsy, but the fact that they, you know, lost – two of you know the best starting pitchers pitchers that they could have they're down those two Iavaldi pitched so he just did not pitch well until it was time in the playoffs and they did have a good game uh Dane Dunning pitched great Montgomery's been like the best trade deadline pick pickup in the league probably so there's I'm, I'm saying there's a chance I guess it's kind of where I'm going with this I'm saying there's a chance I like positive Sean Williams now, also, uh, there's another team across the street in Arlington that is doing pretty well as well. And 
this this is a big game this weekend, you know, with San Francisco. And it is big because I, you know, you're not you you don't remember Ryan, but I do remember the San I remember the Dwight Clark game. That's- I probably talked about in six years, I probably at least mentioned this three times. But I remember the Dwight Clark catch thinking I was gonna see my first Dallas Cowboys. Super Bowl that I can remember and Joe Montana throwing that ball up. And it's like one of my earliest, not just sports memories. It's one of my early memories, but it's definitely not one of my earliest sports memories. So it's always that, big when the Cowboys play the 49. Was that your first sports cry, Sean? I just wanted to know. My, my guess is it wasn't, but it was a sports cry. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely know that there were tears that day. Not sure if it was the first one. Cause I, I do, I do have like a, a, way back memory of the Cowboys and the Steelers. And okay. so I, but I, that's not a clear memory. And so my guess is that that was probably the first sports cry. Um, but, you know, I think it doesn't matter what happens on Sunday because at the end of the day, it, it's, it's going to matter what, what happens in the, um, in the playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. <laughs> We're talking about playoffs. <laughs> Shout out to uh though on the 38 to 3 thumping that they put on um on on the Patriots. Yes. We have to give our a shout out to our good friend um Dennis Alpert in um back up in New England because you know and now I will give him credit. He 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 wasn't talking nearly as much trash as he has in previous years to us. He definitely but hedged, it's but still it still does not make it feel any 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 worse for me to know that the Cowboys put a stomp on Belichick and the, and, the, and the fellas. That's right. That's right. Well, we shared some fun back and forth with Dennis over that one. So uh, thinking of you, my guy, appreciate you. Appreciate you, Dennis, and appreciate all the work that we did together and hope to work again soon. Well, hey, man, uh, let's do this again. Let's continue this sixth season. Um, I, I, I think we're going to I believe we're going to be able to get someone from Bishop Arts Theater Center. There's a new production of The Tragedy of Othello that's coming. So let's let's cross our fingers that we can get somebody from there. We just started working with them. And so I don't want to jinx it, but I think we'll have somebody for the next show. Exciting stuff. Can't wait. Well, this has been Deconstructing Dallas. Sean Williams with Ryan Trimble. Thanks so much to Chef Samir Durander and um, our colleagues um, who are working with Nick and Sam's. Uh, we really enjoyed the conversation and, you know, hope, hope everybody has a chance to get by there. Everybody should have a chance to taste the amazing food and partake in the great experience there. So please go check them out. Uh, thanks so much to our owners, Mary Woodley, Jennifer Pascal. Thanks to the entire Allen Media team, especially Deborah Meek for all the support that she gives us on this podcast. We've got, as I said, another big episode coming up uh, where we discuss uh, the tragedy of Othello at the Bishop Arts Theater Center. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, I want to uh, make sure that everybody shares this podcast with your friends, share with your family. We are on all of your podcasts and platforms. And no matter where you find us, please, please, please give us a review. And like I said, check us out even on our website, alamedia.com slash deconstructing slash dash Dallas. <laughs> deconstructing dash Dallas. Uh, we'll be back before you know it. This sixth season is continuing to roll on for Ryan Trumbull. I am Sean Williams, Deconstructing Dallas. Adios. Adios.